Welcome to the Landmark Podcast. I'm Jason Calhoun, pastor of Landmark Pentecostal Church in Texarkana, Texas. We encourage you to visit us on the web at landmarkupc.net for a schedule of services and upcoming events. We pray that you are blessed by the message today. Thank you again for listening. Bibles, if you would, to the book of 1 Samuel, book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 19, book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 19, I want to remind you of our uh, missions conference that is coming up uh, with Brother King, uh, that is going to be on the 23rd of September. We're looking forward to that and what God is going to do. We invite everybody to come and be a part of it. Uh, God is doing great things. Amen. First uh, Samuel chapter number 19, and I want to begin reading there with verse 8, and there was war again. Everybody say war again. Amen. Just because you defeated the enemy last Sunday night doesn't mean that he's not going to raise his head up again in your life. And David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter. And they fled from him. And the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul as he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand. And David played with his hand. And Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with the javelin, but he slipped away out of Saul's presence. And he smote the javelin into the wall, and David fled and escaped that night. Saul also sent messengers unto David's house to watch him and to slay him in the morning. Michael, David's wife, told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow... Thou shalt be slain. So Michael let David down through a window. And he went and fled and escaped. And Michael took an image and laid it in the bed and put a pillow of goat's hair for his bolster and covered it with a cloth. And when Saul sent messengers to take David, he said, He is sick. And Saul sent the messengers again to see David, saying, Bring him up. To me in the bed that I may slay him. And when the messengers would come in, behold, there was an image in the bed with a pillow of goat's hair for his bolster. And Saul said unto Michael, Why hast thou deceived me so, and sent away mine enemy that he is escaped? And Michael answered Saul, He said unto me, Let me go, why should I kill thee? So David fled and escaped and came to Samuel to Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Naoth. I want to look at a couple of verses here. First of all, the Bible says there in verse 8 that there was war again. It tells us that David was able to slip away in verse 10. And then... Uh, Saul sent messengers to watch out after David in verse 11 and his wife spoke to him and said if thou save not thy life tonight tomorrow 
tomorrow thou shalt be slain. And Michael let David through a window. Let David out through a window. I simply want to preach with the Lord's help for the next few moments from this subject, windows of opportunity. Windows of opportunity. I believe God can give somebody victory in this place tonight. Do you believe that? you believe that every service God intends to work and there are certain things that he desires to do if we'll allow him to? I won't allow him to do all he desires to do in this place tonight. If that's your feeling, why don't you raise your hands in faith and let's pray together right now that the Lord would touch and minister and work in the remainder of our service. Jesus, we need you. We desire you. We pray, God, for the moving of the Holy Ghost. We're praying, God, that you would meet with us powerfully in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Let's, let's give praise to him now. Let's give thanks to him now. Come on, somebody with a loud voice. Come on, with a loud voice. Give praise to the name of the Lord. Yeah, let's really lift up our... You know, the devil's afraid of your voice. The enemy wants to silence you. But I got news for him. There's a host of people here tonight that are going to lift up the name of Jesus. They're going to praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Windows of opportunity. Thank you for standing and you may be seated. It has been said before, it's not original with me, but David's whole world was really turned upside down by the second stanza of a song. And that is that after he was willing to face the challenge of Goliath and go down into the valley and slay the giant, the Philistine, the champion that had tormented God's people for so long, once God gave him the victory, and he did in fact conquer The Bible says that the women of Israel gathered together and began to sing a song. And it was simply this, Saul hath slain his thousands. And I'm sure that began to uh, make Saul's uh, confidence be bolstered. And it encouraged him to think that the people of Israel were singing and giving such high praise to him. But it was the second stanza of that song that I'm sure deflated any encouragement that he had. And that was, David has slain his tens of thousands. David even, or Saul rather, even made the statement, they ascribed to David tens of thousands and to me only thousands. And he set his sights on David from that point on. In fact, the scripture says in 1 Samuel 18 and 9, And saw I, David, from that day forward. Jealousy and envy controlled every move that Saul made. It's a terrible thing to let jealousy get a hold of your heart and cause yourself to be controlled by feelings of envy like this. And and, uh, it seemed like every decision... Uh, that he made and his whole focus and his whole, his whole life was consumed with getting back at David. And David really was only doing the work of the Lord, which brings me to my first point tonight. And I want to tell you that when you start doing something for God, you become a target. You just write it down. 
If you're not praying, if you're not fasting, if you're not worshiping, if you're unfaithful to God, if you're just uh, sitting idly by on the sidelines, you, you probably don't have a lot to worry about. But the moment that you become engaged, the moment that you go on the initiative, the moment you become concerned about the work of God and doing something for the Lord, when you get out of the grandstands and you get out on the field and you get your hands dirty in the work of the Lord, you start slaying giants, you start conquering things in your life, you start obtaining victory, then there's a big target that is placed on you. I am so happy to tell you that I would rather be a target of the enemy than to be someone that he felt like uh, that is on his side and that he has nothing to worry about and that he's already got control of and, and that's doing nothing, uh, amen, to further the kingdom of God. I would rather be a threat to hell than anything else. Hallelujah. Because if I'm not a threat to hell, then my soul's in danger. If I'm not a threat to hell, then it means that I'm not doing the will of God and fulfilling the purpose of God in my life. And in fact, there's so many parallels here between Saul and the enemy of your soul, the devil. The Bible said that an evil spirit came upon Saul and he began to set out for opportunities to take his life and to destroy David and get rid of him forever. He wanted to remove this threat uh, to the throne. The second thing that you need to know is once you're anointed, and David had been anointed some time before by Samuel. Really, he was the least among his brethren, the least that would be suspected to be king of Israel. But God placed an anointing upon him because the Lord looks beyond the superficial and he sees people's potential. Can I tell you tonight, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what handicaps that you've had up until this point. It really doesn't matter if you've got the lineage in Pentecost. It doesn't matter if you're first generation or you're fourth generation. Amen. If you have a desire to serve the Lord, if you have a heart to, as David did to do something for God, God can lay his hand upon you. And God can favor you and bless you. And you can be used of the Lord. Amen. And when this anointing came upon David's life, it was then that he drew the attention and the attack of the enemy. And that attack intensified. But it seems like from that point, maybe things was moving slow for David. He was just a shepherd boy. He was just out tending to a few sheep of his father in the wilderness. But suddenly when the anointing came upon him, things began to accelerate. Things began to change. Now he didn't immediately ascend to the throne. He didn't immediately have a crown placed upon his head. But certainly things began to be put in motion. You know, sometimes we can rock along and wonder, does God know where I'm at? Does God know what I'm facing? Does God know how badly I want to be used of Him? Does He understand what I've been praying for, that, that I want an anointing, that I, I want a touch of God? I, I need Him to move in my life. I want to be used of the Lord. 
And then it seems like if you're just faithful to God and you keep doing what you consistently know to do is right, God blesses that. God honors that. And it may be in a service just like this that God begins to move in your behalf and God begins to set things in motion. It may have moved slow before then, but you get ready. When the anointing comes, it's going to accelerate. Things is going to start moving. Things that seemed so slow before, you better get ready. God is going to set things in order. And when God begins to move, there's nothing that can stop it from happening. Amen. The Bible said that he sits down one and he puts up another. I want to tell you, I don't want to get against God and what God's will is and what God is doing. I don't want to fight God and the will of God. I don't want to fight somebody that God has his hand upon because that's a losing proposition. But if I can get in the flow, if I can get in the will of God, I can come out victorious every time. Hallelujah. Come on, let's clap our hands and give a little praise unto the Lord. I just feel like telling somebody in the Holy Ghost tonight, amen, I just feel impressed upon my spirit that perhaps there's some folks that have been praying about some things and you've wondered, why is it that it's been so long in coming to pass? Why is it that it has not been fulfilled? This prayer has not come come to fruition in my life. I felt like this is the will of God. I do not feel like I'm asking amiss. This is not something that is just the desire of my heart and uh, that is not not uh, parallel with the Word of God or the will of God. But this is something that I believe God would want to do. And you've been praying about it. You wonder, why is it that it's been so long in coming to pass? I want to tell you something, ma'am. I want to tell you something, sir. God heard it the first time that you prayed. And you get ready. You fasten your seatbelt. God's fixing to accelerate things in your life. I believe family members that have been being prayed about, God is fixing to accelerate things. Come on, you can believe it. You better hook your wagon to this. I said you better get a hold of this tonight. You better say amen. Let it be so. Because God is wanting to move. And I speak in the authority of the Holy Ghost. He can accelerate things beginning tonight. If somebody will hook on in faith and say, God, let it happen for me. Let it happen in my prayer. Let it happen in the work that I desire you to do in my life. Come on, let's clap our hands and give praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody lift up your voice to Him right now. Somebody give praise to Him right now. Let me just tell you a little secret that I have found in my own relationship with God. The closer you get to the prayer being answered, the closer you get to the promise being possessed, the closer you get to victory being obtained, the more the enemy is going to intensify the attack. The more pressure sometimes that you're going to feel. And the natural reaction, can I say the fleshly reaction a lot of times is to say, well, I I just kind of ease back into the same old rut that I was in before. I'll just slip back into the same old routine. You know what? 
There's some of you in this place that I preach to tonight that God has done such marvelous things for you over the last few years. It would be a dreadful thing for you to slip back into the same ruts and the same routines that God has shaken you out of. You know what you need to do? You need in the Holy Ghost to keep hold of the promise that is before you. You need to lay hold, amen, on what God has already began. Come on. He began a good work in you, and he's able to fulfill it. I said he's able to fulfill it. What he started, amen, he's able to bring to pass. What he's began, he's able to bring to fruition. You don't allow the enemy to talk you out of it. Don't go back to prayerlessness. Don't go back to no worship. Don't go back to being unfaithful. Don't go back to those things but make up your mind is full steam ahead in the Holy Ghost it's nothing but victory from here on out it's nothing but revival from here on out the fire that he's put in me I'm not going to let it die out oh somebody help me if you can tonight somebody right now put a little pressure on the enemy with your response with your somebody push back in the Holy Ghost I'm not going to be pushed off of my promise I'm going to push back I'm going forward Yes, yes, David, you're favored. You got the hand of God on you. Amen. God has blessed you. At every crucial point, God is going to make a way for you. We see right here in this short passage of Scripture that I read, two times God intervened when the enemy wanted to destroy him. When the enemy said, I got him cornered, this is it. When he had a javelin in his hand, said, I'm going to tack him to the wall. It's over with now. God gave him the agility and the ability to slip away. That's what the Bible said. He slipped uh, the noose, if you will. He, he was able to evade the attack that it came against him. Woo, I feel in my spirit tonight uh, to tell somebody hell may be coming against you. You may be fighting all the forces uh, that you feel like you can, you can possibly withstand right now. But I'm telling you, depression is not going to bring you down. Despair is not going to bring you down. Oh, that attack of the enemy is not going to count you out. You're not going to backslide. You're not going to fall away. Come on. Not if you got your mind made up. Not if you've made a decision tonight. Not if you've made up your mind that I'm not going to accept this. Oh, no. I'm going to slip this one more time. Devil, you come with the attack. You come with the threat. You come with the javelins of hell. But one more time, God's going to provide a way of escape. One more time, God's going to give me victory. One more time, God is going to help me to avenge your attack. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know, I know that Michael in this story, it seems like she's playing both ends of the middle. She says one thing to David and she's so fearful of her father, she says another thing to him. But at least you've got to, you've got to understand that, that she had a little bit of love and concern for David even though it seems like their relationship was a little strained at times. She had love for David. She said, my father, I, I see the messengers. They're out there. Those servants, they're waiting. 
They're waiting for you to leave this room. And when you do, they're going to bring you to Saul and he's going to slay you. My father has got plans for you. And, and so you, you need to respond. You need to do what, uh, what uh, uh, is necessary at this moment to escape the attack and if you don't do it right now if you don't do it tonight then tomorrow tomorrow you're going to be slain you're going to be destroyed you're going to be ancient history in other words everything you know the plan of God is there the, the will of God is there there's things that's been you've got an anointing on your life God has blessed you up until this point but if you don't respond here there's a window of opportunity that if you do not respond to it appropriately everything that God has done for you will have been in vain everything that has happened up in this point uh, because you won't see the purpose of God fulfilled you'll never go to the throne you'll never you'll never have the authority that you, you, you're anointed to have you'll never be blessed to the point that God wants to bless you if you don't respond right now I'm going to tell you there's times uh, in the spirit uh, there's times in church services that God gives us opportunities uh, that are heaven sent and we've got to respond to it at that moment uh, we've got to respond to what God is doing at that particular time. We cannot put it off. We cannot say, well, there'll always be another Sunday night. There'll always be another service. There'll always be another opportunity. But I'm going to tell you, it's so crucial that we step into the spirit and the flow of what God is doing. It's so crucial that we respond in faith and say, God, I'm not going to let this opportunity pass me by. I'm not going to let this chance get away from me. But right now, the spirit is challenging me to step out I'm going to step out if the spirit of the Lord is challenging me to move into something I'm going to move into it I'm not going to wait I'm not going to let procrastination hinder me and my opportunity to get something from God I'm preaching to somebody tonight is the night that someone is going to receive an opportunity from God to step up in the Holy Ghost to go to a place towards your purpose and the will of God for your life and it's so important can you hear me tonight it's so crucial that you not let this slip through your fingers that you respond to God and the voice of the Lord that you be obedient to the spirit and say God if you're asking me to come up higher I'm willing to come up higher if you're asking me to stretch my faith I'm willing to stretch my faith if you're asking me to go to a place in you as far as consecration that I've never gone before here I am but please don't pass me by don't let this opportunity get away from me let me take advantage of the opportunity that is before me right now I'm going to tell you there's an opportunity for victory there's an opportunity for healing there's an opportunity for a miracle there's opportunity for breakthrough you hear me in the Holy Ghost there's an opportunity for somebody to break through if you can only reach reach right now there's a window of opportunity come on I'm not going to preach much longer but let's get our hands in the air let's feel after God let's reach out to him let's seek after him right now come on come on don't focus on the enemy I said don't focus on the enemy David 
Oh, it was David that wrote things like, I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me. It set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They can pass me about, yea, they can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They can pass me about like bees, and they quench as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou shalt thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord help me. The Lord is my strength and my song, and has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of God does violently. Amen. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. He's going to provide a way of escape. He's going to give me an opportunity. Yeah, it was David that wrote things like, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies, and my foes came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. The host shall encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war shall rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple for the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion the secret of his tabernacle shall hide me he shall set me upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up above all my enemies round about therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy I will sing yea I will sing praise unto the Lord David you got the hand of God upon you take advantage of the opportunity take advantage of the victory that God has for you somebody lift up your hands I feel the Holy Ghost I feel the Holy Ghost in this house I feel the power of God in this place Come on, I feel like we need to connect with one another. Somebody nearby, you need to connect with them and pray with them. This is a pivotal moment. Oh, this is crucial that we respond. David, God is moving right now. There's a window of opportunity. Devil thought he could put that on you and it would destroy and it would bring you down. But I got news for the enemy. You may have thought you was going to put doubt in my mind, but my faith is going to increase. I'm going to go stronger in the Lord.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes. Come on, we need to intensify this just a little bit. I feel so strong in the Holy Ghost. We're on to something right now. I think we're on to something right now in the Spirit. The devil don't like what's going on. He's losing control. I said he's losing his hold on you. He's losing his grasp on you. He's losing his grasp on your worship. He's losing his grasp on your praise. Somebody's breaking out. Somebody's going further. Somebody's not going to accept it. Somebody is going to get victory. Somebody's going to go further tonight. Move, Holy Ghost. Move in this place right now. Oh, God's going to accelerate things. God's going to accelerate things. A window is being opened in the Spirit. It's time that we go through it. I said it's time that we move into it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise some of you brethren help me pray right now Helps on the way. Encouragement is on the way. Strength is on the way. Let's push on. Let's push on a little further here. Oh, yes. Don't let it die in you. Don't let it die in you. Oh, don't let your dreams die. Don't let the promises that God has given you die. Oh, yes. Don't let the long period of waiting and praying and agonizing cause you to get a mentality of defeat. Believe God tonight. Believe God tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Snares may have been laid, but God's going to deliver you out of every one of them. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Holy, 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 holy. is still available oh yeah the window is still open of opportunity thank you Jesus thank you Jesus oh yes God I pray Lord your hand on us I pray your touch and your anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost oh let almighty God minister to us let the will of God be Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's it. Come on, church. Let's pray. Oh, yes. Let's seek out to him right now. Praise God. Praise God. Victory tonight. Victory tonight in Jesus' name. Help in the Holy Ghost tonight. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Tola bohoria maya shataya la 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 la. Oh yes, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Ikoro boho shotola boho. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, God, you provided an opportunity before us. You've given us a chance. Yes, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Oh, God, I'm going to run into that pavilion. I'm going to run into that tabernacle. I'm going to run into that secret place. Hallelujah. Into your presence, into your presence. You provided a place for me to go to. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Precious Savior, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. It was Michael that said, David, you, you got to take advantage of this window of opportunity. You've got to move right now into action. You've got to take advantage of the moment that God has given you. But you know, if you follow this story, you'll find that the lady that was convincing David to take advantage of an opportunity through a window. The Bible said that when David was bringing the ark of the Lord back into the city of Jerusalem, that she looked through a window. And instead of joining in the celebration and being excited about what God was doing, the revival that he was bringing to Jerusalem, she sat back with scrutiny. And a cynical spirit got a hold of her. And she made fun and she mocked David. Oh yeah. The very one that used to endeavor to convince, to encourage, to do the right thing is now the role has been reversed and she's unable to join in. Isn't it amazing? People that once were right in the middle of what God was doing can be sidelined by some spirit that gets a hold of them. Oh, you got to be careful when God provides the opportunity. 
when God gives you the chance that you don't stand aside because it was a lasting mark that was put upon Michael from that day forward. The Bible tells us that she became or she was barren from that day forward. We don't know all the implications of that. But we know one thing, it was not a blessing. It was not a good thing. It was a bad, a bad thing that, that happened from that moment. She didn't take advantage of it. I'm going to promise you, I don't want to let one service that God gives me a chance to respond to that me pull back the reins or hold back in any way. But God, help me to yield. Help me to surrender. There's advantages in yielding to God and surrendering to God. I, I'd rather be a little bit too zealous than to be a wet blanket. I, I'd rather to be a little bit too aggressive than to be somebody that's always trying to put the fire out all the time. I'd rather be somebody that's right up in the front and, it, and that the pastor has to say, okay, I'm going to preach now. you got to sit down. Than to be somebody that can't ever get fired up about anything. Don't become a cynic, saint of God, but stay involved in the work. Stay excited and zealous about the things of the Lord. There's more things in this life than what's out there, and you're going to find it out sooner or later, but I hope to God you take advantage of the window that God has given you. Let's lift up our hands and our voices to Him again. Hallelujah. 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 Oh yes. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Oh precious God. Precious God. Amen. Amen. I feel so strong about this weekend that God's taking us places in the Spirit. Amen. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. You feel that? Feel a confirmation. Just don't forget about this 100-day challenge. In our prayer, 30 minutes a day, and in our uh, evangelism, and that should really be a daily thing. I know we've been challenged to, to five Saturdays between now and the end of the year, but, but really evangelism should be at the forefront of our minds, telling somebody about Jesus. You know, I was eating at an establishment here in town and, and, uh, and uh, invited a person to church. He had a flyer with me, gave him the flyer, talked to him about it, went to another place a few hours later, and that same person was standing on the outside of that place. I said, well, looky here. And, and uh, my sister works inside there. I said, well, it'd be good if both of you came. So I brought them a flyer. Amen. I'm going to tell you, there's opportunities if we'll step through that door in evangelism. And then uh, the third thing is in our giving, being consistent in our giving. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let's, let's, let's take this challenge and go further in God. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to him once again as we're dismissed tonight. I hope you have a good day off if you've got a day off tomorrow. God bless you for being in the house of the Lord this evening. We're glad for every single one of our guests that is here and every...